Hi, welcome to the Vanquisher's Guide. I'm your host, Bryce. I'm Bradley. And I'm Randy. All right, and who is ready for an extremely wild one this week? My brain is already melting. So excited. Oh, man. Funny you mentioned melting brains, because yeah. we'll probably get into that with uh, like we might. our great lord, Azathoth. Any oh, of you guys man. ever heard of him? Praise I've heard the, the name. Yes, pretty much that's the same I've heard of, and that's about it. Okay, for sure. I can mention some other names if this might help jog you guys' memory. Like maybe uh, the Blind Idiot God. That one's a pretty uh, popular one. Uh, nuclear Chaos. Nuclear Ping as in everything revolves around him, not um, like power. He's just a oh, giant like atom bomb. Like me, everything revolves around him. Okay. I mean, maybe in your world. Uh, or the Diemon Sultan, Lord of All. The Deep Dark or Sleeping Chaos. Yeah, I've never heard of any of those names. The only one I've heard is that was the thought. I, I think I've heard of Lord of All and Sleeping Chaos as well. Uh, well, I mean, Randy, you're severely missing out on I'm sorry. the Lord of All. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. How have, I, how have I not heard that name in my life? <laughs> really, I'm embarrassed. I'm sorry. Yeah, so uh, this guy, Azathoth, is out of the Lovecraftian universe. And so he is kind of one of my favorite monsters that I've ever done, and maybe a mon one of my favorite monsters that I've ever heard about. Uh, I can read you guys a little snippet from uh, a book called The Dream Quest of Unknown Kadeth. And uh, see if this can get Randy Moore on uh, Azazoth's page. I'm ready to start worshiping. Let's go. <laughs> okay. You've converted me. I've got my idol and everything just ready for it. I'm very um, easy to convert, honestly. Well, yeah, you might want to go out and get in your necro Necronomicon after this one. But... Where can you pick one of those up? Do they sell those in Barnes & Noble, do you think? Yeah, I think so. I think oh, I've seen probably. them. I, I mean, you sick. can't get them bound in human skin. I was going to say, it's, it's, that's the it's only right one next I to the Bible. <laughs> that would be ironic. I'd love that. Okay, I think there'd but... be people pretty pissed about that, though. Yeah. Um... Before you read it, sorry, really quick. Yeah. So, um, I go to Barnes and Noble like twice a day, almost. Oh, I... <laughs> wow. No, I go quite often, right? And so there's a huge section for religion, and I always just like take a gander and all. And you've heard me on the podcast; I talk a little bit too much about religion, probably. But um, I also, you know, I, I like to study religions of all kinds. So, like, there's like a witchcraft section as well, where you can look at different, like, that's awesome, like tarot cards and different, you know, forms of like witchcraft or whatever. Yeah. And it's funny that like I went there a couple weeks ago, maybe a couple months ago, and it was right behind the religion Christian section. It, and then I went a couple of days ago, and it was on the other side of the store. Woof. <laughs> I was like, I, I wonder, wonder what uh, happened. Who got offended this time? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's pretty Man, funny. I want this completely on the other <laughs> side of the store. I don't even want to see it in my peripheral vision. Right. Oh, what's funny is right <laughs> behind the witchcraft, or right behind the Christian section now is uh, philosophy. And <laughs> so basically, just like there's, you know, they, they moved like the atheist section next to religion and moved the other religious stuff to uh -huh. the other side of the store. <laughs> Odd choice. I feel like there's no real good solution. And people are going to be upset regardless. So oh, Totally. Yeah. But uh, getting back to the dream right. quest of unknown Kadath. Let's get to uh, the good scripture. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Outside the ordered universe is that amorphous blight of nethermost confusion, which blasphemes and bubbles at the center of all infinity. The boundless Diamond Sultan Azathoth whose name no lips dare to speak aloud, and who gnaws hungrily in inconceivable, unlighted chambers beyond time and space amidst the muffled, maddening beat of vile drums and the thin, monotonous whine of accursed flutes. So, yeah, that's pretty much like 100% Lovecraft, you know? It's just that yeah, real strong vibe of cosmic horror and ex existential dread so but i just love how it says like he blasphemes and bubbles at the center of all infinity right that's freaking insane man like if you want to 
tell someone how powerful and like just omnipotent this uh, being is like ask hp lovecraft because that was <laughs> beautiful yeah i mean he he really has like a lot of uh descriptive language that really benefits the cosmic horror theme totally really yeah. love a lot of his works that's very I should probably give a little bit of a backstory as for just a little do. bit of a base for Lovecraft's universe and how like all the gods work and everything. So Azathoth is a outer god. And these are slightly different from the great old ones. And the main distinction is that like the the great old ones are generally speaking a bit younger. And the outer gods are a bit older. But even beyond that... Seems confusing. A little counterintuitive. Yeah, sometimes the, the line between the great old ones and uh, the outer gods is a bit blurred, in which uh, when they just refer to like gods in the Lovecraftian universe, they just refer to them as the great old ones. And sure. So, like, some other distinctions are that the Great Old Ones are more tethered to uh, reality and comprehensible by us, whereas the Great Old or the, the Outer Gods are more, like, ethereal and incomprehensible, and they reside in, like, deep space, exercising, like, their power from the deep space and voids, like I said. And... So it can get a little bit confusing, you know, the outer gods and the great old ones, because even though technically the outer gods are older mm -hmm. and greater, generally. but They're you know. so far out there before time existed. So that's where they're not old because they're before old. They're I mean, out that's... way before time existed. That is really true, actually. Is that like the that sounds outer... like something that Cthulhu Mythos would make sense. Well, because in, in a sense, the outer gods exist outside of like our comprehension of time and space. Sounds about that right. They they care not for like the confines of reality, and in some in some cases, they just really have like their own seeming like dimensions and whatnot. So what you're saying um, is, as a thoth guy, will like he doesn't just carry on a couple watches on his tentacles. Um, probably not. I don't think he like gives uh two clocks about time no. <laughs> that was a good what a one. world to live in never been late in his life right that must be that must be pure bliss well i'm oh, also man. i'm pretty sure like he is time but like also not time because like he you know by being all powerful or whatever like yeah <laughs> yeah I he mean, does time time doesn't do him i mean <laughs> when you're when you're literally and we'll get into this a bit more the most powerful thing that has ever existed time is of no matter to you you know like i mean in in a sense also if you live forever like a moment in time what would be like a hundred years a lifetime for us is just the smallest most insignificant in intestinal little speck on like an enormous line that is the time that he has existed and will will exist Oof. it's hard to even comprehend yeah, I mean, like, yeah. that's one of the things about the Lovecraftian gods is that their power and everything is just so Existence. beyond us. Is that literally just by looking at them or even thinking about them, you can go crazy and insane. Controversial opinion. I don't think I would want to live that long. That sounds oh, absolutely not so bland. Like, I mean, it makes sense why he's known as like the sleeping god. It's like. What else is he going to do other than just sleep all day? He's got to be yeah. so bored. <laughs> just like, well, I'm just going to sleep for another trillion years because what else am I going to do? Yeah, I don't think I'd want to live that long either. It's just like, I, I guess my, my feeble human mind is, would just be like, right. well, I, I'd get everything I want to done within the first millennia. And then yeah. the next couple ones are just like, do to do, twiddle my thumbs, maybe blow up a couple planets, you know, like collide some more black holes, watch the like nuclear spaghetti kind of spin out. But <laughs> this, these guys, these like Cthulhu entities, I feel like are the pinnacle exist like example of 
the Batman phrase that you either die while you're the hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. And all of these guys have just been along, alive way too long. And they're all just starting to just become evil, killing people just for the fun of it, I feel like. Or at least that's yeah. my impression of them. They're just like, they've been alive for so long, they just start messing with people because they're bored. Well, I I think as a large or as a whole, uh, among the the great old ones that bring all of the, the gods in the Cthulhu mythos, there's only kind of one god that messes with people consistently. The rest of them are just like asleep or They're dreaming. They're just too far above that. Well, as we'll get into this a bit later. It like the Cthulhu mythos goes really deep on this, and we'll and we'll try oh, yeah. and like we'll just be scratching the surface, but <laughs> we'll try and give like a comprehensible understanding of what's going on. Awesome, because I know so little that it is embarrassing. I thought I knew a lot, but looking into all of the the different stories and the letters that Lovecraft wrote and even some of the extended universe, man. Mm -hmm. There is a ton. Sweet. I love a good rabbit hole. Yeah. Back to Azathoth. Uh, Even the name and references to him is enough to horrify people that have any knowledge of what he truly is. So like people that have read about him in the Necronomicon or in various other eldritch texts are just like mortified when they hear his name because as the even the excerpt that we read before said that no lips dare to speak his name aloud just because of how terrifying and how like horrible he is you know kind of like almost like a he who must not be named Mm -hmm. kind of situation like a Voldemort type of deal you're not supposed to say his name now you're cursed forever oh man you said both you said as a thought and he who must not be named's name. <laughs> now on. you're doomed. You might as well walk under a couple ladders or something. Yeah, seriously. Like break, break some mirrors or something. <laughs> if, the only way for you to reverse it, you got to have like like a pound of salt to throw over your shoulder. That, that's the only thing that might save you right now. Yeah, I Good better go out, go out to Walmart and just buy like 100 metric I need, of salt. I need all of the salt you have. You buy it and you just immediately just chucking it over your shoulder. Oh, oh man, man. I'd love I don't to think they appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, chucking bag of salt. Yeah, but I mean, Adestoth cares not for how much salt you scatter around Walmart because, of course, he is a cosmic and boundless deity of unimaginable proportions. Oh, so his weakness isn't salt? What a shame! I don't think I so. I don't think, him. I don't think he'd care if uh, he wanted to get after you Oof. if uh, you were covered in salt or not. He'd be like, nah, man, doesn't matter. Just well-seasoned. Yeah, but uh, he is also said to reside in the court of Azathoth or the final void. What an epic name. Just like so many epic phrases and names of like ultimate power just being thrown around. I mean, it's a little pretentious to call it after yourself, but... The other name's pretty cool. But see, he was before anything existed, so like yeah. the, he was the only thing that existed, so he's like, huh, what should I, I call know. this thing? Well, my name is this, so let's just call it me. I guess it's me, I suppose. I don't even think he named it. Probably all the other um, yeah, that and whatever surrounding him were just like, this is True. his place, and this is where Az- Azathoth is. Just uh, uh, be careful where you're stepping. Yeah. Makes sense to me. But Unimpressed Azathoth. <laughs> yeah, come on, figure it out, do it better. Uh, the final void is a place beyond angular space in which all dimensions con- converge. It is a place of pure chaos that goes beyond logic. So pretty much, I would assume nothing works correctly here, like gravity, uh, death and life, light and dark, none of those... Up and down. Like, yeah, none of those solid like logics and constants that we know actually exist in this place. Sounds like a fun place to go. I I think it sounds like a blast. I think you would be uh, blasted in that you die. It sounds actually immediately go insane. It sounds a lot like a black hole, actually. Where it's like yeah. things like don't work, gravity's all weird, light doesn't work, everything is kind of crushed together and yet ripped apart all at the same time yeah a little bit sounds like a black hole 
Yeah, it's kind of funny that you mentioned that. Spoilers. We might, I'm we sorry. Might that in a bit, man. Come on. It's just the theory that I had just kind of reminded me of it. Yeah, but um, as we're talking about the Lovecraftian universe, I think we should also at least briefly mention Cthulhu. We're not going to like go into uh, any about him too much because just with Azathoth, we have our hands full. <laughs> but Cthulhu is very small fry compared to Azathoth. Poor guy. Or even other fellow outer gods like Yog Soloth. And honestly, to put it bluntly, he is the most powerful being that has ever and will ever exist. Like, no question. Oof. Like, yeah, like, no more powerful being could ever be created or come into existence. And, Although, the yes. old paradox, if he's all-powerful, couldn't he make a being that's more powerful than he because he's all-powerful? So theoretically, no. there is the possibility for it. I don't know. I'm going to put a hard no to that. <laughs> so, he's one caveat. Then. so he's not all-powerful So he's not all-powerful. Well, no. He's just it, really, really it gets, powerful. It gets complicated. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm just trying to figure it out. I mean, like you were saying, all of the other gods and other gods will come from him and have come from him. Uh-huh. And he is the creator of all existence. Sure. Um, right. So can like can you can you fathom something more powerful than the most powerful thing in the world? If not, then you've reached the conclusion. Whether or not that's a sound argument, that's kind of I'm guessing the argument that Lovecraft would have gone through sure. is there if there's nothing more conceivable, then there has to be a limit of all powerful. And sure. even though it's like kind of a conundrum, that's kind of I think how you have to look at it with something considered all powerful. Yeah. That is true, is that like if you're all powerful and you can create anything, can you create something more powerful than yourself? And I'd say maybe like theoretically, but like I was said to Randy, I again think that yeah. nothing can be stronger than Azathoth. Um That's he, fair. he does have a son. Wait, before before we go to his son, do we know if he's like chaotic good, chaotic evil, neutral, lawful? You know, what's his D&D alignment? I'd say he's definitely chaotic evil. Okay. Like, guy... uh, He... Essentially, we would be way less than ants, would be way less than bacteria to him. So he cares not what happens to us. And so if by, like, that morality you're going by, he would care not to destroy us in an instant. I mean, but how does he feel about the other gods? He might be lawful evil then you know, like... I, don't, I don't think he cares about the other gods either it's that oh, okay. he would care not to destroy one of them in a single instant okay so like chaotic chaotic neutral then where he just doesn't care <laughs> yeah does he want to kill them and he just like it, like is either holding himself back or, or is like because he's asleep can't do it or did, like or does he not really want to but if he if someone did something bad then he would or like if somebody annoyed him would he kill them does he actively it, try to or not? It's impossible to annoy him. Oh, well, like, okay. I mean, you would think of things that are annoying to us, and this is kind of where even like cosmic horror is kind of coming into play, is that this guy is just incomprehensible to us. Everyone is gets that, annoyed. Well, things that are annoying to you, like a mosquito buzzing around or like well, missing sure. an appointment, those things, like nothing can hurt him. Nothing can scratch him. Sure, nothing but like... Can, like he's never late or whatever. Which, like how how does it's great. how does he store his bread? If you guys have seen that meme, <sighs> like is he one of those like does he do like the little twist and put it under? Does he just leave the bread open? Like this is the these are the deep questions that I need to know. Does he put it in a bread box? I think he's just to leave the bread open and he'll make more bread if, uh, Ooh. if Ooh. it goes bad. That is no, the answer. That's a power move. That is what a power, power move. move. He's like I don't care. Man, I'll just so leave that, bread everywhere. So he would be chaotic evil then, based well, on the Either that, or he puts the bread in a bag, ties a knot around the bag, and just makes it an unbreakable knot so no one can eat the bread. It's like, I, the I don't other want it God's eating his bread. <laughs> <laughs> There's like trillions of bags of bread. He doesn't even want bread. He just makes it just to, like, just to be that guy. Just to show how powerful uh, he is, he makes unedible, or like, un, like 
digestible bread or something. Seriously. Man, I could see it. But uh, I, I imagine his son now. maybe would steal his bread. No! And, so he's the evil one. <laughs> uh, his son, which is uh, goes by the name of Narlothetep. Uh, sorry if I messed that up. It's yeah. pretty long and there's lots of vowels and other letters. Um, I'll just call him Crawling Chaos because that is also oh, one of sure. his names. It's a cool name. Yeah, so like I was saying before, uh, this guy is actually the elder god that interfaces with humanity the most. He's uh, kind of like the messenger or the envoy of other uh, other gods, including Azathoth. Gotcha. He also has uh, three other offspring, being the Darkness, the Nameless Mi- Mist, and that word has two X's in it. I was waiting. Is... I was dying. I was waiting for you to try and pronounce that because I was like, I don't. I'm so confused. I was so oh. hoping. Oh yeah, I'll give it one shot. Caxuculith. Uh, Love it. That's way better than what I was saying in my head. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, so yep. that guy is like a uh, cannibalistic giant insect god. Heck yeah. Also, yeah. the other gods this... hate him because he tries to yeah. eat them. <laughs> what do you expect? <laughs> a side note, real quick, back to what we were talking about. If Azathoth has both a kid and three grandchildren, he 100% has things that annoy him. Oh, He's yeah. definitely been annoyed. I mean, he yeah. has way more than three grandchildren. Uh, he's, then he's got plenty of things to annoy him. If that's what he's got in his life, I mean, maybe it's not the things that annoy us, but if he's got a kid and grandchildren, he's been annoyed in his life. I guarantee it. Yeah, that's, that's why he's asleep point. all the time. Yeah, that's why he sleeps so that way he doesn't have to deal with his kids. Well, I think he's in such a deep slumber, he doesn't even know that he had kids. He's just popping just gonna... off kids while he's asleep. <laughs> I was just going to ask, actually, how he had kids if he was sleeping, but I guess uh, who's to say? Some of the Elder Gods have, like... Uh they mate with like other elder gods while some mm. of them just kind of like spawn offspring, like by like splitting or gotcha. like, it kind of like branches off of them. Interesting. So, I don't know if uh, Azathoth had like a mate, but yeah, there's no Azathoth's wife. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure. I think maybe Narwathotep is uh. like his actual son. And the other three are just like spawned off of him. Because gotcha. the darkness and the nameless mist uh, are kind of more like elemental in nature, it kind of seems like. Gotcha. That you know? does, that, by their names, that kind of checks out. Yeah. Um, and you may be wondering what Azastoth looks like. And unfortunately, we don't know his exact appearance. And this is partially due to the fact that no human has ever ventured to his accursed dark throne. Mm-hmm. And if they even were somehow able to do this or even wish to do this, it's doubtful that they would wish to continue living. As Azathoth has the same insanity-inducing aura as other Lothcrafting horrors, namely like Cthulhu, you know. Okay, so you just stay outside of that aura and just use binoculars. Problem solved. <laughs> Um, I think it's like if even if you go into no, yeah. yeah, his uh the court of Azathoth, you're just mm-hmm. like bam, instantly. If you're, if you're close enough to see him, you're close enough to go crazy. Yeah. By any much. no matter what method that you're using to see him, if you can see him, you go crazy. Yeah. I mean like it might kind of be like uh that movie The Bird Box, right? Yeah. That oh, no right. matter how you try to view them, whether it's yeah. infrared or like pictures, photographs, seeing them in person with the elder gods, any way you try and view them, the their shape and their form and their power is so incomprehensible, it will instantly break your mind. That's a really cool, like really interesting way of thinking of that. What a yeah. way to, way to bring up bird box. What a interesting movie yeah what a movie movie. it's strange yeah but even beyond like that insanity inducing aura as thoughts form is said to be constantly changing and like we were saying probably cannot be comprehended by mortals of course there are those way to make it difficult yeah i mean like this guy kind of honestly makes everything difficult (laughs) (laughs) which like i guess that kind of makes sense like being like 
the ethereal beast at the beginning of the universe that he is like it's kind of hard like makes sense that he doesn't have necessarily a particular form or a particular anything because he's like kind of the thing that existed before things existed so i guess it kind of makes sense for him to just be super ambiguously ethereal so he's the original hipster is what you're saying (laughs) exactly (laughs) he did everything before it was cool i mean if you think about it everything that we think of in our minds is based off of the creation that we see around us you know and so if you were made before that creation yeah then your own form is not based off of it most likely yeah you know because it's completely separate and that you came before there are those several theories about what the physical form of azathoth uh might look like that's honestly that's kind of true though i didn't like i didn't realize like it he may not even have a physical form like that's just powerful he doesn't like i didn't even think of that that is actually a good point i mean in once again, like I feel like I might say it a couple more times, is just with these elder gods, it's just everything that we know, they are not. Yeah. <laughs> to put it simply. They're breaking all the rules. 100%. And uh, some of those theories that I was talking about say that Az- Azathoth is actually a sentient supermassive black hole. Specifically, Ooh. Sagittarius A. You may uh, think that that black hole's name is familiar. And that'd be because the that is the black hole at the center of the Milky Way galaxy. Being oh, it's not, not like not like a star sign of someone. Like, oh, I'm a Sagittarius. <laughs> yeah. I'm a Sagittarius A. Oh, well, I'm a Sagittarius B. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but and to me, that's just kind of terrifying to think that, that there'd be terrifying. a sentient super, like a sentient black hole. Because what is the most powerful thing that we know of? Mm-hmm. black holes you know nothing can escape them nothing can avoid them once you're in its uh event horizon there's no escape you will be crushed down and your atoms will be ripped apart and so to think if it had like a will and if that will was malevolent, man- and it wanted to like come after earth dude that's just like freaking spooky dude. right that's freaking cool i think that makes a lot of sense personally i mean I think so as well. Aside from the fact that I kind of had it, like the fact that it's like even actually has a real life analog is pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, like it kind of is interesting because for the most part, we don't like you can't look at a black hole and be like, oh, that's what a black hole looks like. Right. Exactly. The way it sucks in light. I mean, there was that one photo of a black hole. Yeah. I was just going to say, we got the, the first real picture of a black hole just like. A year ago or so. Yeah, and perhaps we're treading too close to Azathoth's domain. Ooh. We're no, starting, thank you. I'm starting to become aware of us. Oh, man. It's just crazy. Just a little neat tidbit that I did want to mention is I did mention that Azathoth is of unimaginable proportions. If you're wondering how big a uh, black hole is, it's about 4.5 solar masses, and... I would try and say the number of that that is in metric tons, but it is like I can't even comprehend (laughs) how to pronounce that number. Like they had to make up an entirely new unit of measurement because it's so massive. That is absurd. Absolutely crazy. It's funny. Sorry, I'm going to kind of go off, but like I, I think it still is connected. But like I've tried my hand at like, coming up with a uh, fantasy world kind of like set of gods and everything before and like I feel like I just barely scratched the surface and I feel like I mean I'm pretty nerdy I'm pretty like knowledgeable on like yeah I mean I read a lot of books and stuff but like like he thought of things like that no one else could have I'm speaking of H.P. Lovecraft by the way here right that like we're still awed by it today and it was so long ago that he and by so I mean you know but like it's crazy just like how how in depth and how much thought was put into this that like this honestly has just as much lore as like religion to be honest i mean and just like it's crazy just to think about like these things and you're like man this is boggling my mind this this sounds just as real as like any other religion (laughs) like why not seriously 
I think it almost might be like a bit more in depth than like, seriously. Maybe, maybe I don't know. <laughs> what are you gonna say, Randy? I was trying to figure out the number. How many times it's passed? It's a uh, quintillion. It's like two times past two uh, places past like quintillion. So I don't know. It's might be septillion. It might be like eight septillion tons. Something like that. It's absurdly large. I mean, and that's just like black holes in general. Uh So it's just like comprehending the power of a black hole is like kind of outside of our realm. And so Mm. to think that Azathoth would be even greater than that in power. I mean, like it's kind of breaking my mind now. (laughs) Seriously. Uh, Though there is one kind of more direct description of him. And this is from the expanded Lovecraftian universe, so take it as you will. But uh, this is from a, uh, I believe, a short story by the name of the Insects of Shagai. And they describe it as a 20-foot-tall idol that supposedly resembles Azathoth. And it it consisted of bivulver, and that being like basically a quam shape, shell supported on many pairs of flexible legs. From the half-open shell rose several joined cylinders tipped with polyporous appendages, and Mm. in the darkness inside the shell, I thought I saw a horrible, bestial, mouthless face with deep, sunken eyes and covered with glistening black hair. It's, again, terrifying. Sounds really cute. I'm good. Yeah, um, just the deep sunk eyes and the glistening black hair kind of reminds me of the lady from The Ring. And yes, that yeah. that movie kind of uh, scared me the most, I think, out of every any movie I've seen. So kind of triggering a, a little bit of a, that terror for me. I wonder if anyone has anyone ever tried to like draw that imagery, like putting those things together and making it like a cohesive image. Because, A, that sounds super confusing, but I would love to see what that's supposed to look like, theoretically, because I'm not a very good artist. I imagine that there are pictures out there, though. Like, there's a lot of very talented art of the Cthulhu mythos. I mean, you look up pictures of, like, Cthulhu, and just in, like, Google Images, you're going to get some very, very cool images. And especially for Azathoth as well, is that there's many very cool like depictions or inspirations of what he might look like. Mm-hmm. I also found that very interesting as I was researching this. Yeah, everyone's got their like idea of what he's supposed to be since like nobody actually knows what he looks like. It's just kind of a lot of hearsay and guesswork. Yeah. And uh though I want to also touch upon like his history of kind of his relationship that he shares with reality. And there's also several kind of different theories about where his origin stems from. I would say the most popular theory is uh, this first one. And so you guys may be wondering why, like, this hugely powerful being has the nickname of the blind idiot god. That seems pretty disrespectful, maybe. I'll be honest, it crossed my mind. And, like, almost counterintuitive to call this, like, all-knowing being an idiot. I mean, if he's already going to kill you, might as well insult him at the same time. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Like, get a couple... die, let's just get a last punch in. Get a couple kicks in. Uh-huh. Uh, and the reason for this is actually, and we, I think we touched on this throughout the podcast up to this point, but uh, because he is the cre- creator of all things, he is oblivious uh, to the universe and beings within it. All of reality is merely a part of Azathoth's dream. Pretty much, if he were to wake, even for a moment, all of creation would cease to exist permanently. And all things would once again be Azathoth. So pretty much, like, everything that exists, all the other Elder Gods, us, like, the infinite expanse of the universe, that is all just Azathoth's dream. That's just him. It's a pretty vivid dream. Yeah, I mean, when I was uh, when I was driving, actually, I was thinking, is that what happens to your dreams when you wake up? Yeah, 
you know? I mean, like, to think that if you created a reality subconsciously while you were dreaming and, like, you just created people in it, places, and, like, the different relationships between those things, but once you wake up, they're all just kind of like a distant memory. They uh, never happened. They never existed. And it's just kind of crazy kind of, to uh, think. Like, it kind of goes towards the, uh, like, whole, uh, what's it called? Um, that we live in a simulation kind of thing to where yeah, like kind of. our thoughts could be make or like our dreams or whatever could be making sub uh, simulation right? like what's the thing making our simulation is that thing in a simulation like like honestly the whole simulation thing like with hp lovecraft kind of like works it's kind of like a uh it's organic simulation organic yeah totally it's freaking crazy man just like like the other gods as we want to continue existing they want to exist as well so he is forever trapped in his slumber, and this Rip. is aided by a countless collection of lesser deities playing an innumerable amount of drums, accompanied by the <laughs> thin, monotonous piping of demonic flutes held in nameless paws. And that last part being a quote. And uh. I don't know, man, the phrase like nameless paws is just so like sinister, maybe. <laughs> Yeah. That being said, the the fact they said that there was also like a bunch of drums playing at the same time, I feel like that would wake me up more than it would put me to sleep. Oh, you've never heard me drum then. <laughs> oh, are you a very very uh sensual eh, sensual is not quite the right word. No, no, but... you said it right. You said it right. <laughs> are, you, are you a sensual drummer? <laughs> I was gonna, I was trying to come up with the correct just word, drumming sensually to Azathoth. <laughs> He loves it, man. Hey, I mean, if good dreams. But even beyond those, like drums and everything else, there's also like this extra measure of a flopping, mindless, and amorphous dance dancers described as horrendous. So, wow, weird. This is just the weirdest scene you could ever think of, and Definitely. it's all to keep this one elder god asleep so that reality can continue how do they know that this works did he has he started like have they stopped playing it once and then he started to wake up so they immediately start playing again or are they just guessing and just hoping that this is working i think they're just guessing and crossing <laughs> their fingers and they're <laughs> just doing... like ah, hopefully these dancers are keeping him asleep i don't know there's no proof that it works but... even if existence didn't cease to exist what would happen if the most powerful being known to no yeah yeah even the most other most powerful beings you know like the second most powerful beings or whatever like what could happen i mean it could be uh, whether or not it just ceases to exist he could just eat everything or something you know like right they they have like it's the unknown that they're just terrified about no i get that i get that i just wondering why they think the dancers are keeping him asleep if there's like actual proof or they're just like well it, it couldn't hurt I mean, so far the dancers haven't woken him up, so might as well keep him around. And we don't know if it helps, but it definitely doesn't hurt. So, like, bring in the yodeler. Yeah, I just think it's interesting what things they chose to add to the orchestra to keep him asleep. It's like, why do you think that would help? I mean, okay, I guess might as well try, but odd. And I wonder if they have to keep adding to the band, otherwise, like, he gets bored of it and he starts waking up. So, like, ah, we gotta add something new. Put in drums. Get drums. <laughs> gotta get a baseline, man. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I imagine it's like either a type of ritual of uh, like sleep, or maybe this is what the other elder gods love sleeping to. This, <laughs> you know, just just give them everything. You like you yeah. like, like milk and cookies before you go to bed. Get those too, man. Well, you you did specify that there were demonic pipes, so it yeah. definitely sounds like a ritual esque thing. thing. Kind of yeah, thing. that's what I was thinking as well. Yeah, but it's funnier if it's just like everyone pitching in what they right. what they like. They're like, "All right, set two, act two. Uh, where's the Elvis impersonator?" <laughs> I like to have my feet when I'm a, my feet rubbed when I'm asleep. So I'll rub his feet. So I'm gonna do it. Everyone's like, "Not me." I said, "That's his problem." Oh, I'm just trying man. to find the the Azathoth's foot rubber. Where are his feet me. again? <laughs> yeah, that's that's the other problem. Is How many feet does he have? <laughs> But uh, there are other theories as to, like, the beginnings of Azathoth or, like, kind of the story behind him. And 
this one kind of takes a little bit of a departure from the last uh, story that we went over. And this one actually, interestingly enough, shares some simul- similarities with Lucifer's rebellion in the Bible as Azathoth is a leader of cosmic upheaval in this one. Interesting. This story goes and adds in another set of gods, these being the elder gods. And these gods are even older than the of outer gods. Of course they are. Man. So we have the I'm... old gods, the outer gods, and the elder gods. Yeah. Get a in that confusing. order. Uh... And what... Honestly, is even a little bit more confusing to me is that these elder gods are mostly humanoid in appearance, and like I think they're even somewhat described as like more benevolent, almost like kinder. It's kind of weird. So there was a bunch of soft, weak, nice gods that used to live around, and then the big bad, angry god came around. I was like, "No, nah, I'm taking over." Oh, man, and, careful throwing around that word weak, man. I mean, if, if he's Little able to take over, know. I'm saying if he's the most powerful being in the universe and he was able to take over, I assume he's weak, more powerful than them. So I assume they're more, they're weaker. I You're said you had a rebellion. That. It didn't say you won. Oh, <laughs> good point. That's a great point. Uh, yeah. So these gods were also described as terrific towers of flame. These elder gods ruled in the star Glulo, which we know as Betelgeuse. And Betelgeuse is a red super super giant in the constellation of Orion. And one side note, just kind of a bit of astronomy for you, is that this star abruptly dimmed in 2019. Oh, that makes so much sense. So you're like, yeah, dude, what's happening to the elder gods? Uh But... And that's why 2019, 2020 were just such a hot mess. Yeah. Because the man. gods are fighting. What's coming down the line? Seriously. But apparently. Because the decisions yeah. of the gods determine economic growth. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, you don't know. Who's to say? Oh, and man. viruses that spread. I, I knew it. Possible. You know, Cthulhu has secretized the stock market. Right? Yeah. <laughs> He's invested. He's all for that GME, man. He's like. No, my Dogecoin, it's going down. I was just going to say, everyone, world. everyone knows Azathos is invested into Bitcoin. <laughs> oh, man. I think he's more of a booba coin guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, the they did find out the actual reason for this. Uh, it wasn't the gods? Dimming. Well, I mean, you know, this is what they think, at least, is uh. that dual to due to a cool spot on the star forming and that cool spot ejected a glass gas cloud that condensed into dust. Ooh. And fan so theory. Kind of dimmed the, the star. Yeah. Fan theory. That was Azathoth being kicked out of the star. He was that cloud of gas. I don't and know if the was... timelines really matched up, but that's hey, kind of crazy. Time doesn't exist. Are starting now. Well, how far time away does, is Orion? Time doesn't exist. Yeah, because, yeah. well, how far away is Orion? Because, I mean, that could have been hundreds of years, or is it in the future? Thousands of years is ago. It the, is it no, like, millions of years. What, yeah. Years well, yeah, yeah. So, well, but it depends so on we're how, just now seeing it. How but far it could away happen, is Beetlejuice you know? that we're just now seeing it? And that's true. Yeah, so Man, it's I like, thought uh, it was solved, and I was like, oh, we're safe. But no, nope. yeah, it's actually starting. Or has started, and we're just now knowing about yeah, it. I think Randy and I are starting to convert to Lovecraftian I'm, mythos. I'm starting to think this might be right. This is so crazy. But it's all starting to line up. I mean, take it as you may, but these elder gods are forever watching Earth. Whether you take comfort in that or are unsettled by that, it's up to you. Um, 50-50, honestly. But it's kind of interesting as well <laughs> that the elder gods, uh, as well as Earth originated from a nameless dimension in which they ruled supreme. So, like, Earth was as well with the Elder Gods. And the great old ones referred to the Elder Gods as Pain Lords. Ah, that's a metal name. Yeah, and I don't think that you get that nickname without reason. And they certainly did get that nickname for a reason. They did actually create, as a thought, and one other outer god, that being Uba Sathla, and they were slaves. Brutal. And they created this race uh, so they could have a race of servants. But in 
In an act of rebellion, Uba Sathla uh, stole a set of tablets that contained various knowledge of the Elder Gods. It then evoked the power of the tablets, and thus Earth fell from its original plane of existence into reality. Wow. Screw you, Uba Sathla. Yeah, Couldn't man. Couldn't just let us be? It's kind of weird how they, they pulled Earth out as well. Yeah, yeah specifically Earth. What a strange choice. Couldn't have right, done Mars. I mean, the timeline doesn't really match up, but in the Lovecraftian universe, maybe Earth was the first planet. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. But uh, as we had mentioned before, Azathoth then led those that dared oppose the Elder Gods in a war against them. They lost, and the Elder <laughs> Gods imprisoned them in the Earth or other planets and dimensions. Azathoth got a specifically raw deal. He was blinded, rendered witless, and then banished from creation by their magic. Jeez. So, yeah, they hated this dude. And I guess, like, for the leader of the rebellion, kind of makes sense, but it's just so brutal how they basically lobotomized him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So is that why he has both of his nicknames, the both the... Uh, idiot god because they kind of made him an idiot and then also the demon sultan because he was basically leading demons against the quote-unquote I, I do have other a question gods. what's the yeah. difference between demon and daemon i think it's just an old before? i think it's just an archaic version of spelling demon okay from what i, I understand so. yeah like uh, the older version of d-e-m-o-n the older version just had an A in it for some reason. And I think it just, over time, the A got pulled out of the spelling. Makes sense. Yeah. But for us followers of Azathoth, <laughs> it is promised anyway. in, in the Necronomicon that the Great Old Ones will break free and war once again. And Azathoth and his armies will return and all of creation will be destroyed. So, I mean, if you thought we were getting out of like a creation <laughs> event, Unfortunately, the shame. result is the same. I think I'm more of a fan of the Elder Gods rather than Azathoth. I think I'll start the religion to follow the Elder Gods, not him. Yeah, I mean, it did say that they were a little bit more benevolent. And that, yeah. Like, uh, I will read this uh, excerpt from another story, this being the horror in the gallery. And this one kind of also describes and sheds a bit more light on the Elder Gods. And it says... They came down out of the star spaces unto this earth so that they might deal grim and heavy judgment upon their former servants. And they went to and fro upon the earth, terrible in their wrath, like unto mighty towers of flame that walked like men. Yea, and verily was it writ of old, terrible be the elder gods in their wrath in the hour of their coming hence. So pretty much, I can't really get any like uh ill will towards humanity that might be just because we're so insignificant to them i yeah. would probably guess mm. but it seems like they absolutely hate the elder gods now like it seems like it was a pretty pretty raw betrayal i mean it feels kind of justified though like they were created for the sole purpose of being a slave. So it's like, I get oh, yeah. why you dislike them. <laughs> that, that's oh, yeah, I'm, kind of I'm totally on like Azazoth's side, fair deal. I'm just looking, I'm just looking to worship the Elder Gods purely out of self-preservation, because I think if they win, odds are I survive. If Azathoth wins, odds are I die. Well, see, so here's, here's, here's the... Morally, here's the morally, I think Azathoth's got the top, but think, my think about the the Greek gods, right? They overpowered sure. the Titans, but then the Titans at some I mean, depending on what lore, but Titans have been prophesied multiple times to take over again. Yeah. So, like, you know, the the Azeloth could uh, come back. I keep calling him Azeloth. I don't know why. Who's to say? Maybe those are maybe the Greek god story is just a different version, a, a kind of misinterpreted telling of this story so maybe zeus yeah. is azaloth as yeah azathoth eh, yeah i mean eh, like, I, eh. I do think it's kind of fun or interesting the parallels that this has with like greek mythology i was thinking of the titans as well uh-huh and 
it's definitely interesting. And I love like kind of like those uh, similarities, but slightly different tellings that you see throughout uh -huh. history. And so that really kind of like scratches at that. Well, and yeah. also with the Greek gods, at least maybe with other de uh, other like deities and stuff. But uh, the Titans were bad and all, obviously, like enslaving humanity, like they're not great. But then, I mean, the Greek gods eating were, their like, children also. Like, <laughs> like the Greek gods are, aren't like much better. Like well, not great. <laughs> Zeus is not a good guy. <laughs> I mean, I mean, he's humanity's more of, he's more of like a douchebag than like a yeah. destroyer of worlds. Yeah, know? but I mean, they didn't like. I mean, not that I know like the exact teachings of the gods, but like they didn't preach against slavery either. They didn't preach against murder and war and i mean they were all for it and those are all i mean subjectively in my opinion bad right so like oh, like some of those are pretty objective i mean slavery is obviously pretty objective i was saying I war because of <laughs> i think murder is also objectively pretty bad I, i'm just going with our conversation that we had a couple of days ago yeah i think some I of like could be objective. for the most part like they supported things that were bad whether or not they were you know, on a world scale like the Titans, like yeah. it's still pretty. Like, it, basically, what I'm going for is the lines between good and evil, especially with, you know, what we're talking about here with the Greek gods, with probably plenty of other religions. Is mm -hmm. are they really good? You know? Yeah. yeah. Is it really like, that they're good and like them taking over the other gods was because they wanted to be good, or did they just want power? And right. it just so happens that like, yeah, they're kind of nicer, but. Not really. They just they I did mean, it the winners get to write history. So exactly, yeah, that's absolutely true. I think it's more of kind of like a bad versus worse situation. You know, yeah. it's like you want to take the the bad over the worse. Mm -hmm. It's like neither option is great. Like in a perfect world, you have neither. But somebody that is going to destroy reality, or somebody that's just going to stare at you from their far off dimension well see here's the thing though i mean thanos once talked about destroying half of reality and i, I had an eye to support him yeah i was gonna say i'm, I'm <laughs> i was kind of standing behind him on that one <laughs> yeah i guess there is a little bit of a difference between destroying reality and destroying just half of everything that's living in it i mean like yeah both bad just saying you know kind of like a like i said so bad versus worse were any of the any of these gods like literally any of them were any of them good of the like i don't know how many ones? times i said any i'm saying like any 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 of them elder the great old ones the one that i'm missing like any any race of or like any level of gods any of them good i'm gonna say any until i get an answer any <laughs> any uh, i would say definitely the outer gods and the great old ones are not your friends I mean, you can worship them. So you're saying Cthulhu is all, I mean, potentially a good guy? No. no. He's, he's one of the great old ones. Oh, I meant, I meant the, oh, oh, sorry, wrong ones. So like the... Oh. It's the elder ones, the elder, elder gods that are your best bet. Okay. And, I would say they're more of an unknown. Than yeah, that's like, fair. Yeah, hey, I'll take my chances. I know the other two are bad. I'll take my chances with the unknown. Maybe they're good. Yeah. Oh, you know what they say, devil you know versus the devil you don't. See, but when the devil you know is actively trying to destroy the universe versus the devil you don't is like, I mean, maybe he's not trying to destroy the universe. Well, so I'll take the devil I don't. What's what the weakest? What's the weakest most or weakest evil one? And then I'll follow <laughs> him because <laughs> at least I'll feel good about myself when he loses. Root for him. <laughs> oh man, I think basically anything that has to do with the the old ones or the outer gods will make you insane. In yeah, no. So. It's a bad situation all around. But there is one final iteration to the story of Azathoth. And this mm -hmm. one is somewhat adjacent. But interestingly enough, it is possibly the inspiration for him. Ooh. Uh, this is from the book that slightly like, came a bit before Lovecraft was doing all of his works, I believe. It was about at the same time still. It was maybe like 10 or five years before. And this gotcha. book is The Gods of Pagana. And this book was actually the inspiration for Lovecraft, as he said. Interesting. And this god's specific name is Mana Yud Sushali. Or Sounds like a food. 
Yeah, it does kind of. Maybe a little delicious. <laughs> this god, like Azathoth, is an all-powerful creator, deity who slumbered after creating the gods. And like Azathoth, he has a drummer named Skarl, who ceaselessly drums for if he stops even for an instant, the god will wake and destroy the world. So they're, they're very similar to each other. It's so, like slightly different. I'm confused by his intent. Because if he created the world, created, or I guess, no, he created the gods, I guess. So if he created the gods and then fell asleep, I assume that's hard work. Makes sense. It's really, really exhausting making gods. But then he falls asleep. Is it an accident that when he wakes up, he would destroy the world? Is like like he wakes up and just by moving he accidentally destroys the world or would that be an active like he hates the world and like if he were to wake up he would seek out his destruction and if that's so why why does he hate the world he created the gods why does he want to kill the world i'm confused maybe because when he's in his when he's in his asleep state his power isn't like emanating like like whatever like overly powerful right and so the things that he created like maybe the gods that he created would be fine but because the these lesser gods created something else, that thing uh, that they created would be just destroyed just off the pure power radiating radiating from him after he wakes up, maybe. Gotcha. So it's just like an ambient accidental just destruction. Not like not that I know anything destruction. about that makes sense this, to me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I imagine that if you read like the the story, there's probably some the answer to that in there. And I do want to read this book one day. Right. But I was just really cool. Yeah, curious my, theorizing. Oh, absolutely. My personal theory would be that uh, this guy might not have wanted the other gods to create things. That's As it says, cool. he's only going to awaken and destroy the world. So he sees the creation that they made and he's like, no, only I can create. How dare and you? He destroys their creation. That's good. That's fair. Maybe. I don't know. That's just a personal theory. You know, if anyone wants uh, motivation to read it, it's free. Hey, I love so, free. On Google Books. Nice. Heck yeah, man. Is there an audio version? If there's an um, audio version, I will 100% take that. I can't be bothered to read, sit down and read. I'm too busy for that. You I'm guessing it it's Google Translate. It's only, it's, only 60, it's only 60 pages. That's 60 it, more pages than I can. Well, just m most, most of these. I mean, most H.P. Lovecraft in general, and most of these like older people, like these cosmic things, are all like short stories for the most part. Right. Yeah. So, like, even like that book, the the gods of Pagana, mm -hmm. is just a collection of like small stories. Yeah. So I think it's easily digestible, which is very nice. You can read one short story before bed every night. Sounds be like terrified. So fun. <laughs> Reminded of the existential dread. This yeah. story kind of this kind of story does gonna is gonna ring your mind a lot about with uh the like the greek gods because the first part of the introduction says before the gods stood upon olympus so nice and then, or even allah so it's like just talking about all the stuff i guess yeah. I don't even so know. Before, before the greek gods existed this existed yeah. Well, yeah he made up like his own pantheon of gods that existed yeah. before all before allah before the olympus before which is very anything. cool to me yeah, yeah. It's like, because I always like wonder, you know, what came before? And apparently, yeah. the gods of Pagana makes sense Amen. to me. Could be, could be. Um, just a couple of final notes on Azasoth's uh, abilities, uh, other than his total omnipotence. Yeah, other than everything. <laughs> yeah, it's just a uh, like, like we were talking about before of him creating something that would be more powerful than him. Technically, I would think he could, but the very concept of him being dis destroyed would be part of his own dream, mm -hmm. as would be his creation. So as soon as he awoke, the more powerful thing he created would so cease to exist. he wakes up and he realizes, oh, I'm just a mortal human, and I had all that power in just in a dream. Rip. So when he wakes up, he's actually not all powerful. Yeah, as a is just like a regular dude, and we're all just living in his dream. Yeah, he's just like I a mean... boring guy working in like a speedway. I mean, yeah, maybe you know. I mean, you're all powerful in your dreams, technically. I am not. 
I've I've been in my dreams. I have died in my dreams many times. I am very only because, much only because your mind chose to. <laughs> Sounds like my mind's working against me to keep me from becoming <laughs> a god. Maybe Axel's mind is working against him to try and destroy hey. him. Maybe. But... Yeah, it sounds like his mind's working with him to try and keep him asleep. That's what all the other yeah. gods are doing. That's true. But uh, he also exists beyond the concept of speed, strength, mortals, and even his fellow gods, like you're saying. So do a question that you might not have an answer to that might not exist. Does their, like, insanity aura kind of thing, like, where, like, the concept of them drives everyone crazy. Does that work for their uh, like the other gods as well? So like, do the other gods kind of are are they able to not comprehend Azathos as well? And if they try to, they'll go crazy, or is it just for mortals? I think it's just for mortals. Uh, is that I kind of uh, wanted them all driving each other crazy. <laughs> see, I thought you were going in a different direction. I thought you were going to oh. be like. Do you think all of their auras of madness make each other mad? And that's why they're like evil and crazy and always like talking about destruction is because they're all driving each other crazy. Uh, I mean, I could see that. But um, Bryce doesn't know. I, I think one final thing. I think that Bryce we... does know and he's just thinking we're dumb. Sorry, I'm done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, like totally. I honestly don't know. And I'm sorry. No, no, no. I'm, it, that's where it's I, probably something that you thinking. can't know because it's that's just my weird, random questions. Yeah, that's where I was like, probably there's not an answer to this. So it's mainly just like a rhetorical question of like, what do we think about it? What's your guys' opinions? So that was mainly where I was like, yeah, probably not actually answerable, but yeah, I wouldn't think so though. But uh, if we're thinking about becoming one of Abyssal's followers, we should probably know what his other followers are getting up to you. I think so. I agree. So there is one specific kind of uh, story about the ones in Goatswood. And ah. I'll just briefly touch upon this with just a couple words. And it says that they practice obscene rites that involved atrocities practiced on still living victims. Ooh. So I think with that, I'm going to decline their invitation. Yeah, probably. I don't think I could do that. Maybe, maybe they're just an extreme faction. Maybe that's not necessarily needed, and they're just like the weirdos that are just doing... Have you, have you not been listening to anything that Bryce has been saying? Because <laughs> they're probably the mellow ones. <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely right. I think so, yeah. I'm just trying to think positively, okay? Maybe there's still a chance. But uh, some other just little trivia is that... Uh, I think it's always super interesting that a lot of Lovecraft's uh, like gods that he made up and whatnot were based off of his own dreams that he had. That's and odd. And so, you know, it just kind of, I don't know. Like, with the, the question of these being real or not, sometimes I'm like, no. But what if? Dreams, what if, man. I mean, anything's possible. I mean, I mean yeah. not to be offensive, because I think Lovecraft really like creative guy and clearly made a very very cool mythos but i kind of sometimes wonder what he was on to tr come up with this stuff like what was he taking to have these kinds of dreams because i have For never had through in his like life too what what did he go through because i've never had any kinds of dreams like this so like what was going on in his life what had he experienced that's what i feel like with stephen king i'm like you ha you have to be crazy right like you oh. you cannot be sane but the thing is, he is, and H.P. Lovecraft probably was. But it's mm. just like, how? Like, if these are the dreams that I'm having, I'm like, I, I need to be on some kind of like anxiety right. medicine or something. You need something. to talk to somebody, man. Yeah. Go yeah. talk to somebody. Like, if, like, if you're having nightmares like this, this is Seriously. crazy. Seriously. I guess that's like, that's why these people are famous for what they do and, mm -hmm. and not me. <laughs> that being said, I think like a side note that we, like what you're saying with Stephen King, it kind of makes sense. Um, recently, I think it was Stephen King's son mentioned that like because he's been raised with Stephen King and like that's the kind of world he lives in where most people they'll see something and they'll just think something super mundane. He sees something super mundane and thinks crime or thinks yeah. horror or something like that. So it's like it's just like a mindset change that like he's been raised in that. So that's where his mind automatically goes. So I think maybe Lovecraft was the same way where like his mind, like either he trained it to be that way or it just naturally was yeah. that way that he just saw things 
in a really really bizarre I mean, way that most yeah because i've listened to talks by um stephen king and it's just it's awe-inspiring it's like this guy is literally a genius and mm-hmm. like i don't think anyone at this time can like i mean he's he's probably the hp lovecraft of our time probably right? oh, i mean like wild. of war right and so yeah. like it's just crazy that this is a genius i mean we, mm-hmm. we think you know you, you think back and you're like oh there's like beethoven oh there's uh aristocrates or whatever not uh, whatever aristotle, aristotle. All, the, all these like big names and like we have those in our time we had hp lovecraft uh-huh. before that we have steve and like these are people that like literally changed the world and just like how it's just hard to see it while it's how, happening in the moment. yeah yeah i mean like, if it's how if you think of all the things that the Lovecraftian universe, all of the stories that Lovecraft made, like how it's influenced media, I mean, like totally. if if you know of a horror like topic or movie or show or anything, and it has like tentacles in it, it's probably influenced by Lovecraft. Mm-hmm. I mean, Magic: The Gathering with Eldrazi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think D and D even had like an entire like monster manual. It does for yeah. Lovecraft uh, yeah. horrors. Yeah, there's a ton of stuff. Yeah, and I would say cool. even like even something as like wide, like super common and mundane as like the movie Alien has a lot of similarities to the Lovecraftian creatures and Lovecraftian uh, horror. Even something that's so common as that. Yeah, I mean, which I don't, even... I don't know if that was based off of it, but it it, it feels very very similar to it. I do so. think it has elements of cosmic horror in it. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I would I would definitely say there might be a little bit of inspiration in there for that. But I just wanna leave off with one kind of little tidbit for us all to go to sleep on. And it's oh, no. that Lovecraft <laughs> did oppose the idea of what if Azdoth is just the pawn of an even more terrible creature. Yeah. Heck There's yeah. Something out there even worse. You gotta love that theory. Oh, man. I don't. It's I really so don't. Oh, I'd love it. There's always a bigger fish. As Thank they you, say. Star Wars Episode One. <laughs> <laughs> the best line of the entire series <laughs> of the entire franchise. I don't know what you're uh, talking about. <laughs> absolutely, yeah, absolutely. And and with that, I think we'll bring this uh, episode of the podcast to a close. Once again, thank, thank you, you very much first of yeah. all that was a great episode i really yeah, enjoyed thank it thank you bryce and thank you guys you people you listeners for listening yeah thanks for listening and like like uh we all enjoyed this i enjoyed this as well this was very very interesting and i'd love to revisit the cthulhu oh. mythos again totally yeah i mean i feel like we kind of have to how do you cover the cthulhu mythos without covering cthulhu himself <laughs> oh he's coming. i feel like we're gonna have he's to coming. do it eventually yeah he's coming man just you Oof. wait it's prophesied. Hold on to your butts. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, thanks once again. Uh, share this to some of your friends if they're interested in the Cthulhu mythos or any of the other topics that we talk on. Yeah, and... catch you guys next week. Yeah, have a great week.